Welcome back to another Flushing It podcast. I'm joined today by Ryder Cup player Bernd Wiesberger, who's just completed his first full season on Live. How are you, mate? And how was Miami? Hey, how's it going? Um, yeah, it was good. It was a fun three weeks. Um, lovely weekend with the boys and uh, quite a quite a shock coming back to Austria too. A lot colder weather than we've had um, in Singapore, Jeddah and, and Miami. But uh, yeah, we had, a, we had a good week last week. Yeah, that's great. It's the, the the match you had on Friday against uh, uh, Jed Morgan and Matt Jones was was really compelling. It's they come right down the stretch and went to the playoff. Like you tell me a little bit about that, like sort of what you're feeling when you were coming down the stretch there. Yeah, I mean, um, obviously we've had the plan to for GMAC and myself to go in the foursomes for a while um, with the captains obviously playing each other in the singles and Blandy with the year he had he was going to go in singles as well. Uh, he did a great job. He was up early, so we we knew um, it could come down to to our match. Um, Martin rallied well, um, and given you play, you know, individual golf for the whole season, um, it was quite a a bit of a you know a, a new feeling getting into alternate shots and match play match play golf. Um, but you know, Gmek and I are somewhat uh, experienced um, in that format as well. Uh, especially GMAC having you know a great record through the through his Ryder Cup uh, experiences and but early on we had a little bit of trouble we didn't play great the, the game wasn't at a really high level uh, I have to say and you know um, we stepped into gear late and uh, you know then kind of um, everything took over uh, I started seeing the lines I started feeling quite comfortable on the greens. Um, uh, you know, uh, the, the the guys came out to to push us on as well, and you know the last five holes were were pretty good that we played, and um, you know it happened very quick everything, um, especially the first playoff hole, twelve to par five was was crazy, and uh, yeah, I'm very glad that we got over the line and and at least got through the the quarterfinals and into into Saturday, and um, yeah, but it was a was a cool experience uh, out there with GMAC. Yeah, I mean that that first playoff hole was crazy. Where was it? Matt Jones hold out the bunker, and then you just pulled it in straight on top of him. It's you were stood on the green, and I assume you probably thought you were going to win the hole because they're in the trap, and you had the putt for birdie. And then when he holds it, so what's going through your mind? Well, I don't think you can ever. Ex- well, I kind of have to expect uh, stuff like this to happen. Uh, Chad was struggling a little bit all all through the day. Uh, he, he hit a poor tee shot down there. They only were able to to chip out sideways. Um, and he left them actually in a good position, just just short of the green at that bunker. Um, you kind of don't expect them to hold it, but then you kind of have to do. Uh, it's just match play, you know, uh, and uh, and that's that's what happened. Um, but again, we we rallied really well on on the eleventh hole, our last hole of of uh, regulation play to to get a birdie there and and have uh, you know have our match extended. Um, but you know, I felt from 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 ten our our seventeenth hole onwards, we played really steady, really controlled uh, golf, um, gave ourselves a lot of looks, um, and you know the, the the drive was very much there for for me to uh, to hold those putts in those last couple of holes to you know keep us pushing forward. Um, the boys shifted into another gear as well, and you know something special needed to happen, and. Um, you know, it just clicked, came together, um, and uh, very, very happy to to help out my team to get through the quarterfinals there. Um, you know, it was a, it was a great match uh, towards the end and, and a good battle. And um, 
uh, very um, very unique experience again to to have that kind of feeling. You know, with it within team golf, I think um, the spectators on course and and on and, and on TV uh, could could feel that as well. There was a lot of passion behind uh, in those games, um, and uh, you know, had a lot of lot of messages about it. Um, and uh no, it was was fun and uh was was good to get uh, those parts uh, into the hole when it when it mattered you obviously it came down to stretch for you to turn over one of the strongest teams in Cam Smith Ripper and um in the playoff holes you guys really performed and you had two birdies as you say how much did you rely on your Ryder Cup experience to get the job done there yeah as i said i mean we don't play too much uh, of well, barely play that format uh, at all. Last time for me was obviously as well in uh, in Miami last year when I played with Ken Chingali, uh, and we did well as, as well. We actually won against um, uh, the Australians there as well, and um, yeah, so not too much of experience um, lately from that that kind of format. Uh, but I think in in general, Gmac and I uh, were had a pretty good game plan. Um, we liked you know the holes that we were teeing off. We felt comfortable over those tee shots. Uh, it worked out for us, uh, and it just took a little bit longer than we wanted to to get into our groove. And uh, especially on the second day when we played uh, Anirban and and um, and Chucky Freesticks, uh, Charles Charles Howell the third, uh, who who actually came out winning uh, yesterday or on on uh, on Sunday. Uh, we played really good golf. We were six under par uh, through through sixteen holes in in four sums over that golf course. Uh, was was really good. So our um, our team bond, our um, our setup was really good for that for that format, and uh, we enjoyed each other's companies, pushed each other on, and um, you know I think that um, um, that was key for us to to find that rhythm in that format again and uh, obviously as you as you said um, some Ryder cup experience especially from from gmac over the years was was key to have uh, you know that that train kind of going yeah it's a good match on saturday you obviously lost to the uh, the champions in the end um how did it feel cuz you lose in the semi finals then you have to go out and play again on sunday in the uh, like fifth to, fifth to eighth sort of playoff thing how did that feel did did you have the same motivation to go into perform i must have been a, a quite a strange uh, feeling i imagine yeah you know it, it is what it is uh, we we uh, we were facing a really good team uh, the boys were battling out there um for sure um they ran into strong opponents in in Bryson and 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 Paul, uh, who was my partner at the Ryder Cup as well uh, in Whistling Straits, and they're great players. And you know, heads off to them. Um, we kind of felt that the way all of those guys played, they had a great chance to to actually win the whole thing on Sunday, and eventually did. Um, but yeah, for us, it, it was a, a good motivation to to finish the the year strong. Uh, obviously, a quick turnaround from match play back to to stroke play. Um, a lot of the tee shots, you know, I haven't seen in in five six in in four or five days, um, and uh, so you kind of had to get your um, your mind back into stroke play and and um, and um, a different kind of um, course management setup as well, and. Um, yeah, the, the motivation was definitely there. You know, we we had some momentum going into into the final when we finished third as a team in uh, in Jeddah, uh, and obviously had, even though we didn't get to the final, but we felt we we played pretty well. Um, given the the bigger picture of the year, uh, we struggled in the beginning, so we we found some form which was nice, and uh, 
we wanted to finish the, the year uh, as strong as possible. I think whenever you go out there um, as an athlete, you want to do well. We know we didn't, we weren't able to win the, the whole season um, anymore, uh, which would have been a long shot anyways, uh, given how the, the, the season was. But uh, even 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 so, we, we had a motivation to finish high and um, everybody tried their best, you know. Um, certainly was a, uh, a long stretch of golf for me because I played in Singapore and obviously in Jeddah, a lot of travel and, and I felt it maybe a little bit on the back nine, get a little bit tired. It was a long day in four balls as well, which was, was different. Um, but yeah, there was motivation there for the boys to to shoot a low score uh, and uh, and finish the season strong. Yeah, and you say that it has been a strong finish to the season, obviously an individual side. Um, you, you avoided relegation and kind of completed the great escape uh, by staying up on the final uh, day of the season in Jeddah. How was the first two days were quite compelling as a fan because you were in the relegation zone because your captain had kind of knocked you in. Is how was that team dynamic? Like, did you talk to him about it, like at all? Or so, what was that like? No, I didn't. I, I mean, um, I've seen his comments about it, and I think he's spot on. You know, um, we're we're out there to compete, and uh, if you if you're not quite on it, there's a. Uh, um, you know, there's no reason for him or anyone else to be um, uh, lenient with the game or, or or trying to keep me keep me in the relegation zone. And uh, even more so, I I felt uh, that that I had a good round in me. Um, I was I was fortunate. I found a little bit on the putting greens um, on Saturday evening and, and Sunday morning, and and rolled in some nice putts uh, on Sunday to kind of you know. Put some some decent uh, golf uh, tee to green into some better scores uh, on the scorecard. Um, sometimes it only takes the odd the odd putt that drops from a longer distance or the the odd mid or or, or long iron to to hit closer to the flag, and they kind of all you know worked out. Get the odd up and down when you need to um, you know keep a round going, and um, yeah, you know it was uh, it was it was good for me to have. Have that round late in the year. Obviously, I would have liked to have a little bit more of that form throughout throughout the year as well. But uh, you know, I'm, I'm proud of myself to have have played that round in in, in challenging conditions. It was pretty, still pretty pretty windy out there, uh, and it and it can you know catch you off guard a little bit. Um, and also in the situation I, I was in, I tried not to think about it or uh, too much. But um, you know, had a good finish to the year. Um, felt like. As a team, we 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 found some uh, some good momentum over that week, and especially on that Sunday. And um, yeah, um, safe for now. We'll 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 see uh, uh, how it, how it plays out for next year. Is it, so you didn't give Martin any any banter on like Saturday night? Like, come on, man, just go out and shoot eighty tomorrow to sort me out. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's um, much more. Um, that that's not in my natural anyways. For, for somebody to, to to approach somebody and ask them to play badly for me uh, I'd rather earn it myself I'd rather want to be uh, uh, the one that's in control of uh, of my destiny of, of my golf game um, I was very happy for Martin to to find some form because I know uh, the struggles he's he's had is having um, with the sort of injury that that we kind of share uh, as well so uh, I'm, I'm happy for him to have uh, Found some some form late. He obviously had a great day against Cam Smith. I think he was six under par through through nineteen holes around the golf course, which was really good as well. So it was a very high quality match. So it seems like he's he's turning around a little bit as well. So uh, even though 
that scenario could have happened that he pushed me into relegation zone, I was uh, uh, still excited for him. And and yeah, as I said, I, I just wanted to, uh, um, you know, take care of of the stuff that I can take care of and, and not really um, think of anything else, let alone ask somebody else to do me a favor on the golf course. No, of course not. Um, so you shot seven under and you managed to to get out of the relegation. So what happens now that you're in the open zone? Do you have to negotiate a contract with your captain or is there a draft? Sort of, how does it go? Yeah, so the idea is uh, basically for um, um, for my captain, which is Martin, and 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 the league to, I guess, agree on on uh, who's going to be on the team uh, next year. Um, my understanding is that that there's a very very good chance uh, that I will be um, on on lift through the through the um, through the open zone um, next year again. Um, some kind of negotiations uh, will be there, I, I suppose. Um, but it's because the season just basically finished uh, two days ago, and and um, we're gonna have a, a semi quick turnaround, I suppose, for for everyone to be able to plan twenty twenty four for for their teams, uh, for the franchises, um, potentially new players that are coming in, guys that are gonna qualify through uh, the international series or the uh, the tournament in Abu Dhabi in in December. So. Um, Everything is probably going to be um, put into a certain direction rather soon, but uh, I'm quite positive that I'll I'll be able to to have a, a go at, at it again next year. And as I said, hopefully um, again with with Martin as my captain and and the Cleeks team, um, you know we we found a, a good bond between each other uh, and um, and the camaraderie was good. So. Um, you know, just hopefully ticking over uh, in, in similar ways for next year to uh, and, and keep it going. Yes, you say there that the captain and Liv need to negotiate your contract. So is that because uh, Martin doesn't own the franchise? Is that right? Is why would it, why are Liv involved in that? Because I thought the teams were kind of separate. So yeah, so the the the, the idea behind this is that that obviously you have captains, you have equity owners. Um, uh, Martin is is a captain, but he's not a uh, equity owner in the team. Uh, as I understand it, the majority of the of the equity is in each team is owned by uh, by Liv uh, itself. Um, you know, I guess um, uh, Brooks Koepka, uh, uh, Dustin Johnson, Cam Smith, they have a, a partial ownership of the team, and they can make uh, certain decisions. But you know, as in every other company, if you own the majority of of it, then you have the last say in a way um and uh, you know that's just how it goes i'm sure that martin as as a as a captain for two years in the team um his um um his priorities or 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 uh, what he feels is best for the team have a have a big very very big impact in in uh, in how the team is going to look next year um but you know the ultimate decision um Will be that of, that of of Liv and and uh, and their view, but uh, I think they they saw that we had a very good chemistry. I think they saw that that um, the team itself uh, worked out really nicely. Um, you know, with with we had with Blandy, uh, somebody who's in in really fine form um, as well, and 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 pushed the team forward. So um, I wouldn't think that they um, they would want to have too many changes but you know it's it's not a guarantee um the only guarantee for uh for, for me or 
or GMAC uh, or anybody else in the open zone uh, would have been to be in the top 24 and, and that's that's how it is um, but you know as a general um, the general um, idea I feel like there's there's a good good chance for me to be uh, on live next year again yeah cool so so what would you do if if you weren't on live just um, would you go back and play European tour stuff like where do you stand with them at the moment yeah um, I mean a couple of couple of things obviously have to be decided um it's it's very very like unlikely that i will be a, a member uh, or a player on both tours next year um you know i um um i was a was a member of the european tour this year i didn't um um, um i took a membership earlier uh in the year for 2023 i had a, a winner's exemption through the year um i was able to play two events early in the year um uh, to, to start off in Abu Dhabi in Dubai um, in this process during the year a couple of players resigned um, I, I did not uh, as I personally believe that I, I uh, uh, there should be a way uh, for all the tours to, to work together and um, just this guys playing uh, coming from the European to playing the majority of their golf in, in the US and, and jumping over for a couple events a year um, I think that that there should be a possibility for that as well with Live and and the DP World Tour, um, and and I've always had that belief uh, that it should be like this. But uh, you know, I kind of don't see any point for me to uh, if I'm if I'm on Live next year to uh, um, to keep a membership on the European Tour and and uh, you know unless there is some kind of um, um, agreement uh, that that comes in the next couple of weeks. Um, uh, to to keep uh, getting fined, keep getting sanctioned, uh, and um, for next year, if I keep a, a take a membership, I would have to take a, my lifetime um, um, money list uh, exemption, and I kind of don't want to use that in a way or or waste that uh, for a year that I probably won't be able to play anyways if I keep getting sanctioned and fined. So. Um, you know, for that, I I believe that there's 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 uh, no scenario for me to be a a member or a player on both tours next year if there's no um um no common ground found in the next couple of uh, of weeks. Um, also bearing in mind that the that the deadline for the membership of the Europe of the DP World Tour is 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 not uh, too far away. Um, and yeah, a couple of decisions obviously are gonna have to be made. Um. Truth be spoken, I would I would love to remain a member on the DP World Tour as well. I've played there all my life. I've had it as a priority of my mind for for most of my professional career, and still have. Um, I feel there's a lot of tournaments uh, that that are, that are great to play. The camaraderie is great. Uh, um, a lot of very very talented players, um, actually, and upcoming players. Uh, so it was always was a pleasure to to play those events, and I would love to do it um going forward as well but uh, you know i feel still feel like uh there should be a way for for players to to play on live and on the dp world tour just as it is with with the pga tour and the dp world tour um and uh, and hopefully all of this can be resolved um, very very soon yeah have you heard much about the framework agreement do you think that's going to go through i have not um you know um there is um, some 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 people are 
uh, I guess still in, in negotiations, still in um, in talks. Um, you know, with with the way it is progressing right now, you would feel like there might be uh, um, a little bit of um, slowing down in 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 that that degree in in that sense. Um, uh, not much has come out since um, you know that that surprise um, notification to 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 the world of golf uh, and. Even myself, some players might be uh, a little bit um, closer to the people that would negotiate that or, or have those talks to have a little bit more insight. I, I'm not one of them. I don't have any um, uh, any deeper information of, of where it stands. Um, we do hear, uh, as probably most of them, that that uh, um, the PGA is trying to find money elsewhere um, or, or potentially trying to find money elsewhere. Um, to to be able to sustain their current model of of operations, um, which we hear is is uh, maybe um, a, a bit steeper and a bit more costly than they would like it to be, and and um, they need to to find some some support there. Um, but you know, um, the real answer is no. I, I don't know where it stands. I don't know how how far away it is. I don't know how uh, uh, how close we are or how far away we are. Um, which is, you know, a little bit troubling, a little bit disappointing, uh, because it was quite a, uh, it was quite some positive news uh, in the summer. But uh, you know, here we are. We need to to deal with that and and uh, hope for the best. Yeah, it's, it's all the news coming out just just feels like it's all negative towards where being an actual agreement at the moment. And with them having just two months and a bit left, I just I can't see any way it gets done. But I guess we we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, so you play a lot of Asian tour events as well. Um, do the European tour do they sanction and fine you for playing those as well, or can you just play those freely? No, of course I'm getting, I'm getting fined. I'm getting sanctioned for those as well. Um, as I believe uh, they did with Min Woo Lee. I heard he was uh, down for a fine and a sanction as well for paying in Macau. Really? They find they I've find heard. Min Woo Lee. Wow. That's what I heard. Yeah. Uh, I, well, if if they if they'll be consistent with their operations, uh, they would have to. Um, I see the uh, the the Asian. I guess they see the Asian tour as a direct competitor for them now. Uh, and um, you know, if uh, that's what I've heard, um, that is that might not be the truth, but that, that that is what I've heard from from people playing on the Asian tour. Um, and you know, if you go through consistency, then um, you know, um, if we're getting fined and sanctioned for for live events and and an international series event or Asian tour events, um, then I guess if somebody else is going, um, they would treat them the same, uh, unless it's you know somehow hypocrisy at its finest. But uh, that's what I've what I've heard, yeah. Yeah, so the prize funds on the international series now are, are pretty much the same as the regular European tour events. So, do you think that's an option for other players that are not on live at the moment to go and play those events? You know, I think so, uh, especially with uh, with the current uh, ecosystem of uh, of um, you know live players uh, being a little bit um, on the sidelines. Uh, that's a that's a very very good uh, and and and. Um, um, incredible other other tour to play on. Now the tournaments have been, um, you know, um, organized pretty pretty well. Um, back in the days, uh, we've 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 played a couple of those events on the DP World Tour as well. In Asia, I always like going to Asia. Um, tournaments are nice, you know, and I think it's a good platform to 
to keep grow to keep growing. Um, I think um, Liv Liv are, are seeing a good potential there as well. Uh, I I've heard they have a really good uh, really good numbers of of viewership uh, in the Asian market um, as well. And um, you know we all know it's it's a, it's a growing growing economy, growing golf uh, golf platform, uh, golf market over there in Asia and. Um, you know the tournaments um as well the players and 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 the crowds getting better and bigger and uh yeah and enjoyed the ones i've played uh, i was contemplating maybe playing one or two more at the end of the year i uh, will see how, how that if that's going to work out uh but um but yeah it's definitely um a good um um good platform as well it's a good pathway um back onto or or onto uh live as well through that one exemption they get through the year yeah, of course. And the other exemptions come through the promotions event, which um, we've had some details about. It's going to be in December. As do you, will you know if you've got a spot next year before then? Or do you have to play in that as sort of like a security? Or sort of how does that work for you? Uh, you know, that's still um, still to be seen. Um, it will have to we have to see how it works out. Obviously, the, the, the deadline for, uh, I believe the deadline for the... Um, for joining the Europe or the DP World Tour would be before that uh, promotional series event. So I would have to see if I put all my eggs into that one basket. If they say, you know, I have to play that promotional event, uh, if I would put all my eggs into that one basket to to play that shootout over three days in, or in my case, over two days in Abu Dhabi, um, a couple of a couple of um, uh, talks will have to be done before that. Um, and I can't give you a, a definite answer on 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 that yet. Um, ideally, for me, I would love to hear that. Yeah, you get a you get a spot on live uh, next year. Um, and if not, then uh, we'll see what what happens. But um, uh, there's still a bit of time um, un until then. Yeah, and, and the other question, I guess, on the promotions event is: Have you heard much from players from, say, the European Tour, which may want to play in that? Do you think anyone? would go that's say because i think one of the exemption criteria is that if you've won a european tour event over the last year do you think that anybody would enter that that's in that category i won't be surprised if we get a few uh to get a few european tour members um you know um uh especially i think they would uh fancy their chances over a golf course they've played over the years in in, in a competitive uh environment at the uh, at the HSBC Abu Dhabi event, which uh, which we played on that golf course for many many years, um, so yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if 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 guys are gonna go. Um, but um, I haven't I haven't talked with anyone um, that 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 told me in specific that they they, they entered or um, they didn't enter. So um, it's gonna be a little bit of a um, excitement for me as well to see who's coming over and who's trying to. Uh, to qualify for live through that uh, through that three day shootout in a way uh, as well. Yeah, excellent. Um, well, I think I've I've asked everything I wanted to. So I really appreciate your time, Bernd. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. Uh, thanks. Thanks for for uh, the question for for having a, a, an open discussion about it as well. Uh, and uh, you know, as I said, hopefully we'll we'll be uh, uh, we're back to somewhat normal in the in the near future. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Thanks, mate. Speak soon. Thank you. Speak soon. Bye-bye.